Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of Western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. The Kootenay Outpost of the Northwest Mounted Police. In an earlier edition, we met the Northwest Mounted Police and learned they had founded the remount station that would later become the site of Pincher Creek, which uh, the building of the horse barn is now within the site of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. But we have another Mounted Police original building also on the site, and that is the Kootenay Outpost. From the inception of the Northwest Mounted Police in 1874 up until the First World War, the success of the NWMP came through the establishment of a precinct and patrol system and the distribution of their members into a series of remote outposts. Some 200 such posts were strategically placed across Western Canada to serve rural areas that were geographically isolated from cities and towns. Operating with Fort McLeod as divisional headquarters, Detachments were roughly situated within a few hours ride from each other. Outposts in southwestern Alberta included the North Fork, west of the Porcupine Hills, the Police Flats at the eastern entrance to the Crow's Nest Pass, Pig Ann on Olson Creek, Porcupine on Beaver Creek, and Waterton Lakes. Kootenay Outpost, as represented in the village, was also known as the Dry Fork. It was built in 1887 from logs harvested from the valley of the Waterton River and was in operation for 20 critical years. The name of Kootenay Outpost came from the original name of the Waterton River, which was Kootenay. The police provided law enforcement protection for local ranchers, homesteaders and First Nations, arrested rustlers, smugglers, whiskey traders, Mounties performed numerous duties such as firefighting, livestock herding, treaty administration, and anything else that settlers in a lonely place needed them for. At various times, one to four Mounties could be posted inside a detachment depending on the need and availability. These cramped quarters not only served as a base for daily patrols, but also provided living quarters. A root cellar beneath the building housed provisions and surplus ammunition. A nearby set of corrals and outbuildings stabled the horses and protected saddles, tacks and harnesses from the elements. The August 15, 1900 issue of the Rocky Mountain Echo carried a progress report from Fishburn District about hay harvesting on the Cockrood Ranch, situated between the Belly and Waterton Rivers, and this haying was for the Northwest Mounted Police Kootenay Outpost to provide a stockpile 
to uh, get the mounted police and their horses through the winters. Many posts such as Kootenai that were in proximity to the United States border also served as custom houses where travelers were obligated to call in and declare imported items before the establishment of American and Canadian border facilities directly on the 49th parallel. Law enforcement adventures were often, more often balanced out by the tedium of patrols, equine maintenance, filing of reports, and legal duties and supplying and chopping wood for the stoves. Often prisoners arrested on small infractions were committed to splitting wood or to stable cleaning in lieu of paying their fines. In the fall of 1896, the force launched a manhunt for Saka de Chaco, a.k.a. Chaco, a.k.a. Charcoal, a blood First Nations member who was accused of murdering a former friend for an affair with his wife. In his anger, Charcoal also made attempts on the life of the Blood Reserve Indian agent James Wilson and his and the chief, Red Crow. Kootenai Outpost figured largely in the chase. For over six weeks, Charcoal remained at large, cutting a trail across southwestern Alberta and constantly eluding the NWMP, Blood and Pegan Scouts, and other civilians aiding in the trackdown. Encounters with his pursuers resulted in gunplay as Charcoal cut a trail from Waterton to the north fork of the Old Man River. The Porcupine Hills across both the Blood and Pecani Reserves and throughout the ranch country. South of Pincher Creek, Charcoal was discovered by a patrol led by Sergeant William Brock Wild, detachment commander. As Wild's posse closed in, shots were exchanged and Wild fell dead from the saddle as Charcoal rode away free. Charcoal was later captured, stood trial for the murder of Sergeant Wild, and was hanged at the NWMP barracks at Fort McLeod. The original gravestone of Sergeant Wild sits beside the outpost. Wild's remains were reinterred in the RCMP section of the Fort McLeod Cemetery. NWMP constables held the legal ability to charge suspects on misdemeanor offenses, such as peddling prohibited liquor, and could fine suspects upon admission of guilt. After 1904, the Kootenai outpost served less as an outpost than as a stopping house for Mounties coming from the Big Bend Detachment at the north end of the Blood Reserve. Following the outpost's closure in 1907, the buildings became the headquarters for a family ranching operation as a private yet residence. Photographs from the early 1970s show Kootenai Outpost on its original site as it lay abandoned for over 65 years before its move into the Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village. The original site of Kootenai Outpost is now located beneath the waters of the Waterton Reservoir having been uh, the building was rescued, as we said, to the site and moved to the village in the 1970s. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. 
visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K-O-O-T-E-N-A-I. Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.